Uh, let's talk sport now with Nathan Rarari. Nathan, good morning. Kia ora. Uh, it's interesting we've been having this discussion about uh, high-performance athletes and making a living. Uh, some very promising signs for our youth athletes at the Winter Games. This has been a stunning performance by the New Zealand team at uh, the Winter Games. And overnight, Central Otago free skiers Luke Harold and Finn Melville Ives won gold and silver, respectively, in the halfpipe at the Winter Youth Games, which then means that I have to try and say words that I pretend like I know what they are in the news bulletins with switchies and 900s and what have you. Uh, but look, halfpipe skiing is amazing. And actually, rather than me trying to come up with the lingo, his fifteen-year-old, um, his fifteen-year-old Luke Harold, uh, talking about his gold medal run. I did switch right double cork nine hundred, switch left double cork nine hundred to switch down the pipe seven twenty, to right double cork twelve sixty to left cork nine hundred. Yeah, did you get that? Yep, got that. Yep, yeah, come on. With that. Yep. Uh, so he d- did many of those switches. I know that a switch means if you mm. normally go left foot forward, that means going right foot forward. So I, so I, I know that one. Um, and uh, he had some alley oops in there as well. Also, here's um, the seventeen uh, year old Finn Melville Ives. The one that I landed, I started off with a switch cork seven with double Japan, and then I did right up twelve with safety, and then left up twelve with mute into a dub flat nine with mute and finish it off with a left cork nine with a blunt. Yeah, it was the double Japan, I think, that might have got him over the line there, Karen. It is amazing how much this sport has progressed in the last... I mean, I started snowboarding 20-odd years ago and, you know, it was... Basically, nobody doing it. No, <laughs> it's just incredible. Well, it is incredible too. It's spectacular. It's, uh, I mean, it's a great uh, event to go and have a look at. Requires amazing bravery because you know how high they're getting out the top of those half pipes to come back in and again. I mean, the Winter Games is the injury games. Everything you fall on is hard. Uh, those runs are not the beautiful soft powder snow that people would yeah, normally well, go that's to. The thing you get to my age and snowboarding becomes <laughs> a little. Cool. Hey, uh, one thing I noticed was Nico Porteous. This is so that's the yeah. younger generation. Yes, yeah. Absolutely nailing it. Mm. The guys and girls who are already winning Olympic golds and things, uh, Nico Porteous being uh, obviously yes. a very strong performer, he does this thing where he's, he's heading down the, down the half pipe across to do his jump on the other side, does a carve in the middle, goes back the other way. No yeah. one's ever done it before. And, um, you know, he got second at the X Games, but yeah. he has, he's leading the way in this sport in the world. Yeah, and, and it's all coming out of Central Otago. Skiing, I should note. And it's that nice thing that, that happens, though, where when you get someone in amongst your training group who is who is better than normal, elevates everybody. And they've been doing wonderful work down there in Central Otago for that, what, the last sort of 15 to 20 years, uh, I think you would say. So, no, well done to them. Um, and it's been a really good uh, youth winter games for us. Dwayne Lee, of course, winning a first ever figure skating medal. That's the first time we've ever had two New Zealanders on the same podium at any form of the Winter Games. Still my dream is to have Team New Zealand, as well as doing yachts, designing a super fast bobsled. Can you imagine Ma'anunu mm-hmm. pushing a bobsled and getting us off the mark? I, I think we're gold medalists forever after that. No reason why it couldn't be done. No, exactly. No reason. Yeah. Uh, Six Nations. Yes. Rugby. Now, this is uh, obviously uh, the... the net, we're wondering how the Netflix doco series would go. It's apparently it's number one in quite a few countries around the world, top three in lots of them. So uh, particularly through Europe, they're very happy. But really, one of the big game, the biggest game uh, this weekend is on Saturday morning for us. It is Ireland up against France. They're playing in Marseille. So... 
there are some very significant changes here. The World Cup quarter-finalist Ireland, uh, without Johnny Sexton, I think all-time Six Nations leading scorer, the heart and soul of that team. What are they going to do without him? Well, Jack Crowley is the uh, the person who has to step into those giant boots to try and fill. And the French, of course, are going to be without Antoine Dupont, who um, is the incredible player. They're probably the uh, regarded as the best in the world there as the halfback, but he's trying out for the Olympic team t- uh, to make the sevens. So he has to change his body shape. He's got to get down a little bit, lose some bulk, and he's replaced by Maxime Lucou. So uh, there we are, Saturday morning there, back with us, uh, the Six Nations. Nice bit of rugby. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much, Nathan. Switch out of here on Monday. That's right. Switch fakie yeah, as well. Fakie switch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sport. Yes. There we go.